where the no damage run rules come from. If you're about to die, could you leave then come back? There are no formal rules for this no damage run, right? Like if I, there's, there's no rule that says if I'm about to take damage that I can't just pause and load a save file that I made this run. But I feel like that's kind of cheating. Everyone has different standards as to what should be acceptable in any particular run. And because this isn't a formal category, I am the ultimate arbiter as to what I can or cannot do. If I hadn't restricted the ability to use Trevor's special ability, I would probably be done by now. But it just seems so garbage to use Trevor's special ability in a no damage run. So like I don't mind reloading save files when I've forgotten something or, or whatever, but if I'm like staring down the barrel of a gun, I'm not going to pause and load a save file. I'm going to try and solve the problem as it presents itself. Am I involved in any drama currently? Am I still in drama with other YouTubers or Twitch streamers? The drama I've got in over the course of my YouTube life, I think is fairly mundane. It's less than 10 people. I'm not sure you're counting Dream necessarily, because I'm not really involved in any drama. I'm more just like reporting on it. I'm, I'm involved in the sense that being a prominent speedrunner who has an invested interest in the speedrunning community being, you know, respected, I'm involved in that capacity. But I'm not involved in the sense that I am directly involved in any cheating in Minecraft. Video Game Donkey continuing to make a low effort content. Did you guys see? Donkey released the video just before I went live. Donkey really does seem to be sincere in his desire to produce more content. For those who don't know, Donkey basically made a video where he said, I'm sick of all these content creators pumping out these quickly made, barely thought out videos. And I'm sitting here for weeks, if not months, thinking of some original creative idea, fine tuning every frame, getting more and more nervous. The longer I take to put out a video, I'm sick of it. I'm going to do what they do. And then, like he's just making a bunch of videos clowning on the easily thrown up trash that other content creators are putting out. And one of the things he criticized was people, you know, reporting on drama and shit. And so he made a video kind of over the top talking about dream cheating and speedrunning. Being like, this is the worst thing ever. You've lost me as a fan forever. You've really fucked up now losing me as a yeah, no, no, no. Funny video. Viewers who dislike my no damage runs. I don't like to be a naysayer, but one hit KO is my least favorite content of yours. Ah, that's not surprising to me. This run is so much more casual for so much of it that it doesn't have the continued urgency of speedrunning. So it's less moment to the mo to moment interesting. And each video of me doing no damage, the content is roughly the same, but I make different jokes or or what have you, right? While the speedrunning videos, like I endless different things happen, especially because I'm going so fast, it, it means that the possibility of me crashing or something weird happening is far greater. Like, you have more variance in my how the speedrun ended videos than you do in my no damage runs, is what I'm saying. That anticipation of like, is he gonna get it this time, I think is enjoyable, but I do think speedruns are better. At least currently. Back when like, I was making new strats, solving all, uh, everything, and, and that, that was cool as well. But I, I think this run is basically solved now. It's just a matter of finally putting it all into practice. That isn't to say that I have found every single strat that could help me necessarily, but I am so close that I don't need more new strats to succeed. I just need to do it. 
Like I would say, for the first 15 episodes of this series, it wasn't real realistically possible that I would get through without damage. Now it is. Rockstar finally releases content for single player. You guys see it? We finally got some new GT5 story mode content. They finally fixed it so the magazines are actually in people's guns and cutscenes. After all these years, I don't know how many years, but it's a goddamn lot of years with that bug being in place. I had to go back to patch 1.27 to record the cutscenes when I did that, my anime projects. People comment like, oh my god, the, the magazines are in the weapons. I'm like, what do you think I'm gonna record cutscenes without magazines and weapons? Get out of here, you know? It was actually one of the flaws with the cutscene movie I was making. I knew I would have to, have to go back and re-record some of the cutscenes that had weapons in them. So I'm happy this change occurred. I wonder why it occurred now though after all these years. Cause it's funny, I think I went on a rant on stream at one point where I was like, does no one at Rockstar have shame? Or does no one at Rockstar have like any sort of pride in their work? Like who could leave this glaring of a flaw in, in a game that people still play to this day? I think I went on a little tirade. So maybe I was responsible is what I'm saying chat. Maybe I have the power to influence GTA 5. So what I'm going to say right now is, does Rockstar not have any shame? How are there not dinosaurs that speak Spanish in GTA 5? If I was running GTA 5, those, that would exist. Okay, it's a good test, chat. Let's see, let's see if that works. <laughs> if they release Spanish dinosaur DLC in the future, we'll know I have some power over what happens with GTA 5. It's entirely possible it's just a, a, a precursor to, because uh, you know how they're releasing it uh, with online and single player separate. Which is a good excuse for them to uh, fix any errors that exist in the game because it's going to be sold as its own individual item soon. I don't know how soon. Why, why hasn't that happened yet? When is the expanded and enhanced version coming out? But yeah, this may not affect you guys all that much, but it definitely affects me. It, it definitely has benefits for me whenever I want to record cutscenes or do any kind of projects with that. It's just going to save me a little bit of time. Like when, um, when I was going to do a response or like um, tweet out about it, I had to sit there for a second because I didn't want to sound ungrateful. I doubt Rockstar reads my tweets. But my first thought was, it's about fucking time. But then I was like, but at least they did it. And I understand it's not a huge priority for them. And I sat there for like five minutes. I'm like, I'm just going to write nice. And that's what I did. I'm like, nice. <laughs> you know, we, we, I should do the chaos cutscene run as uh, in celebration or whatever. My 100k sub announcement on Twitter. I made a joke on my Twitter. I'll show it to you. Like I, I sat there for a while debating whether to post it, but I, but I found it really funny. So this was the first tweet. I would like to be the first to congratulate Dark Fepper AU Clips for reaching 100k subs. A true inspiration to me, a mentor, my idol, funniest person I've ever met. I feel like I could learn a lot from them, and I can only hope to one day be as good as they are at GTA 5. But the next one's better. The next one's even better. It is with a heavy heart, especially in light of the 100k sub achievement, that I have to expose Dark Viper AU clips. They have, for more than a decade, touched me inappropriately. I'm sure it's a shock to you all that such a pillar of our community could commit such heinous acts. I debated whether to post this because I'm like, does this downplay the seriousness of sexual assault? I'm like, ah, oh, nah, I don't think so. It's more like a masturbation joke than anything else. Um, you'd have to be reaching to get to that conclusion. But you know, when you're when you're even as small a public figure as I am or whatever, you've got to think about these things. You've got to think about the reaction that people are like to have to anything that you, you do. Like when you're trying to push boundaries, you got to make sure you don't push them too hard that you actually get um, fucked, you know?
doing the new online heist solo. Yeah, so I stopped into a stream or two of the new online stuff, and it does look interesting. Or at least different. I didn't stick around that long, I didn't want to spoil it for myself, but uh, I am interested to play it. Given that you can do the new content solo, it seems that Rockstar has my the, the same opinion as me when it comes to solo content these days. Like, people have said, why don't they just make single-player DLC now? I'm like, it's, it's way too late for that, because there's no reason that they can't just release whatever single-player DLC they would release as multiplayer. Like, why would they just restrict the ability to do a multiplayer? They're better off doing what they've just done now, which make it both solo and multiplayer. If they make just single-player DLC, the only thing that will do is make it so you can't play it with your friends. There's no advantage in that at this point. Who needs friends? I mean, there's that song. But you gotta have friends. I mean, by that donkey, Eddie Murphy. Hardware Unboxed versus NVIDIA. For those unaware, NVIDIA basically said to Hardware Unboxed, we don't like the way that you review our products, so we're not gonna give you the early samples that are normally given to reviewers. They then effectively said, hey, if you start reviewing things more favorably, the way that we want you to, we'll start giving you stuff again. Yeah, I saw the NVIDIA versus Hardware Unboxed thing. I'm, I'm happy they, you know, they reversed the decision or whatever. Like, I imagine it would be frustrating as any company or whatever who produces a product, you want it to do the best it possibly can. And if you have people saying things that you don't like, that's clearly something you don't want. But at the same time, that's just, you got to live with it, right? You, you, you can't just crush out reviews that you don't like, you know? And I'm, I'm happy that all the content creators came together and said, no, go fuck yourself, NVIDIA. And that there was actually backlash. I mean, certainly you don't want to get into a situation when you only have yes men or whatever, where every reviewer is afraid of saying anything negative about your product uh, out of fear of being squeezed out and not getting review samples and stuff. You just get into a situation where you have nothing, you, know, you have nothing but yes men, you don't get actual feedback on your products. Consumers will be less satisfied because they end up buying products that they don't really want or need or what have you. Like taken to an extreme of what Nvidia was trying to do there, that doesn't help Nvidia. But you can understand in the short term, if someone is saying things about something you've created that you don't like, you can be just be like, I fucking hate this person, dude. But it was even funnier though that because Linus, in his rant about it, brought up brought up an example of where Nvidia was literally using a review from Hardware Unboxed on their website, and Linus, when he said he went over the reviews that Hardware Unboxed has done of Nvidia products, they seemed to be very positive. Like he didn't really understand how they could be so focused on like one small aspect of their review process that, that they didn't like enough to completely remove them. Given that the reviews of NVIDIA products had been largely, almost entirely favorable, that they were denied further review samples seems to indicate some sort of a personal bias as opposed to an editorial one. Sci-fi versus fantasy books. I am not into sci-fi nearly as much as I am into fantasy. Uh, I'm currently reading a book from, or listening to an audiobook rather, from Yahtzee Croshaw, which is the guy from Zero Punctuation. Um, it's something like Will Space Pilot for Food or something. And it will save the galaxy for food. It's fairly funny. It is sci-fi. The main reason I like Yahtzee Croshaw's books is because of the first book of his that I listened to, which was, um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's basically about an NPC 
in a digital world or whatever, a fantasy digital world. So, you know, the fantasy thing. Why I am a GTA runner and not a Souls runner. Have I ever thought about playing some Souls games? I've played every Souls game. I am a Souls fanatic. There are very few games that will drop everything to play and Souls games are it. I'm a Dark Souls speedrunner, or at least I was. If I didn't have so many goals that I wanted to complete in GTA 5, I would probably do some Souls speedrunning still to this day. There is some hypothetical reality where I gave up speedrunning GTA 5 and speedrun Dark Souls. The main reason that reality never came to be is because I don't like controllers. And you kind of need a controller to competitively speedrun Dark Souls. Slasher and Dr. Disrespect's ban. Did you hear what happened with Slasher and Dr. Disrespect and how Slasher fake knowledge on knowing how Dr. Disrespect got banned on Twitch? Uh, how do you know Tabooli that he faked knowledge? It's entirely possible that he did, I just didn't know it was confirmed. When Dr. Disrespect was banned, Slasher, a person who is kinda like in the know, has industry sources, will sometimes leak things before they officially get announced in regards to YouTube, Twitch, those, these kind of things. He said on Twitter, uh, I've known for hours why Dr. Disrespect was banned, but like for legal reasons, I don't want to talk about it, blah, blah, blah. And the common belief is that he lied. He didn't actually know, especially because no one still knows why Dr. Disrespect was banned. I've heard weird rumors like there's, there's like one rumor I know of and it doesn't seem particularly plausible to me. So was it was it confirms that Slash lied? Keemstar said Slasher lie. Well, Keemstar is himself a liar. He doesn't know shit, so it doesn't mean anything to me. I'm not saying Slasher didn't lie, but Keemstar saying it is completely meaningless. The hatred between speedrunners. So much hate between speedrunners? Is there? I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me if there is a reasonable amount of uh, animosity. It's a weird thing, speedrunning. Because on one hand, it's a community-based thing where everyone benefits from everyone else's involvement with each other in terms of reducing the times of everyone. Discoveries are best shared. But at the same time, it's a competitive thing where everyone wants to be the best. Holding back strats, not communicating, not giving advice. These things benefit you in terms of keeping yourself ahead of the pack, you know? And especially when there's now money involved in having a world record and, and whatnot, depending upon the game. Uh, in terms of clout generating an audience and blah blah blah. You can understand why there might be some animosity. Like if you feel like you're making all these cool new strats and you're not getting any credit for it because this other person's getting world records. Or, you know, you get world record but then it's immediately taken away from you so you're not able to really capitalize on it. Or like you're, you're sick of the stress of having to maintain your world record. And there's always this guy who's breathing down your neck about to take it so you've got to keep running and keep running and keep running. And because there's no end, as long as the run is still being ran by other people, you'll eventually lose your world record if you quit. So you can't ever quit if you want to continue to be the best. And that that they can train a person, right? But at the same time, so that's that's kind of where that kind of animosity can come from. But at the same time, like other speedrunners are people who are just like you, very passionate about the thing that you love doing most. So they're potentially more like you than the average person. They're one of the few people that you can talk to on the same level about your hobby, about your passion. And that kind of stuff can lead to friendships. And it's like, like, it's, like it's different opposing forces in the speedrunning community that can either lead to hatred, animosity, or com camaraderie and you know, friendship. 
I don't do anything just for the views. This may surprise you guys. I don't do anything for views. It is conceivably possible for me to have a long list of things that I want to do, and me look at that list and go, that thing that I want to do will gain me the most views of anything on the list, and so I might prioritize that. But never, I can't, I can't think of a single time in my history on this platform, YouTube or Twitch, that I've exclusively done something because I know it will get me views. You certainly have to balance considerations of the business versus, you know, your fun, your enjoyment and whatnot. I've never been a person to be like, oh man, I got, I got to be this, this thing. I don't really want to do it, man, but uh, I got to do it because it will get me the viewership. Put dream on rambles. I don't know what you mean by put dream on rambles. Why on earth would dream ever talk to me of all people? Would going on Keemstar's show be a bad thing? Keemstar is one of the few things I would never associate with. It's an interesting question. Is it wrong to use a bad person to achieve benefit for a good cause or a good person? Like I consider myself a good person. A good is a strong word. Um, I don't consider myself a bad person. If I went on Keemstar, as I am right now, clearly I would benefit more than that, uh, more than Keemstar would. I don't think my involvement there would have any tangible benefit for Keemstar at all. But for me, it would potentially give me, give me a big audience, more viewers, get whatever I wanted to say out there, you know. Keemstar would be successful with or without me. Would it be wrong on some level to use an ostensibly bad person for my own game? Anyone who watches them is toxic and we'd be banned immediately. I don't agree. Liking drama doesn't necessarily make you toxic. It is, what, what do you call it, lowbrow content. It's just like a soap opera, right? It's not information you need to know, but it can be amusing to hear about it. Kimsa isn't just drama too. If you're in the YouTube space, it can be somewhat beneficial to know what's going on. What is or is not drama is certainly a debatable thing. I've often said before that sometimes serious topics will be labeled by others as drama specifically to downplay their significance to the public. Oh, this is just some drama, guys. Ignore it. You know, it happens all the time. One person's serious, impactful allegations is another man's drama. The time Keemstar talked about GTA 5 speedrunning. Are you aware that Keemstar has acknowledged GTA 5 speedrunning drama before? And if you know that, when I released my video uh, talking about the drama I had with Friendly Baron, someone tweeted at Keemstar, and I guess he was just bored, probably just on his phone somewhere. It's like, you guys wouldn't believe it, but GTA 5 speedrunning drama, and he retweeted my video or something. Didn't get that many likes, didn't get that many views, because I mean, GTA 5 speedrunning was smaller back then, and as was I. But uh, that is technically the largest amount of involvement I've had with Keemstar. Oh, I am, I am fairly confident Keemstar's an idiot, but it doesn't mean that he doesn't have a platform that you could hypothetically benefit off. My most viewed video. My most viewed video of all time on either of my channels is the Kiflam video. I just titled it, The Thing Said Most in GTA 5. Said over 500 times. And it's just all the sound files of people going, Kiflam, Kiflam, Kiflam. I think they got literally every single actor to say Kiflam. Liquid Wi-Fi, The Simpsons hit-and-run speedrunner, doing a marathon of every single Simpsons game. 
Did you guys see that um, Liquid Wi-Fi did a marathon of like every single Simpsons game? Interesting concepts. Like every single one, including like the like eight-bit garbage ones. I mean, not every single one, I don't know, but like, like the, 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 even the shittiest games, you know? Be an interesting, interesting thing for me to do that. Just coming in here every day, going from the earliest Rockstar game to the latest. It would take eons. Liking gaming content of games that you do not like playing. Do you think people watch you because you do GTA content? Or the way you do GTA? Like GTA is on my last list of playing games. I don't like it at all, but the way you do it, I really like it. Speedrunning is more than just the game, right? You don't have to play a game to like a speedrun or a challenge of something, right? The overwhelming vast majority of speedruns I've ever watched or had an interest in, I've never played. It is not common, I would say, for speedrunners to become popular because of their personality. The best speedrunners tend to be people who are just massively focused on the game and their personality is just like a, a side thing, you know? I, I said it's uncommon, not unheard of. There are, there are many speedrunners who have had a life beyond speedrunning. From a Twitch or YouTube? Both. Speedrunning, especially being a very, very good speedrunner, is a good way to get people to initially notice you. And if you happen to also be a good streamer, a good entertainer, have a good personality, or you develop one over the course of your speedrunning career, you can maintain that audience long after your relevance in speedrunning has declined. Cheating in speedrunning and why people get outraged about it. It has long been known about that as time has gone on, games have become more complex. Cheating is now more easily done. It's why people have uh, proposed like outrageous anti-cheating mechanisms, never accepting a run that isn't streamed, requiring hand cams, and it depends on the game how significant any of these measures would be. It's why when cheating comes to light, speedrunners rightly up in arms. Like, because the, the air of suspicion around everyone and everything, wondering who is, is legit and who's not, it's, it's a terrible feeling. Because you, you want to assume everyone is above board, but you know deep down that can't be the case. I'm happy in a game like GTA 5, it'd be very hard to cheat in a significant way in terms of modifying game files. Like one of the things that most annoyed me about the way that Dream talked about this situation in regards to the cheating, regardless of what occurred, the statistical irregularities of those drops is the very thing that mods should look for and examine when found. Like those kind of statistical irregularities is, is how people get caught cheating. And it is like the very thing that mods should be investigating. There's like, I would say there's three types of cheating. One, splicing, where you tamper with the video after the fact. So you splice together good runs or you remove uh, one particular section and put in a better section or whatever to fake a speed run that way. The second is making it so something happens that can't normally happen in the game. So you make your vehicle go faster, you, you make your character run faster, you know, whatever it may be, you warp yourself somewhere else this kind of stuff. It's it's impossible for the game to do these things, but you subtly change the game in a way so you're still getting that outcome. Like when Anti increased the speed of his bike. That bike can't normally go that fast. You've changed the game to do that. The most subtle form of cheating is where you make it so the game does something that can happen. You just make it happen with a greater irregularity. So you just improve your RNG. 
that kind of stuff is a lot harder to catch because the video, like if all you have is the video of the run, then you can't know if that super rare thing that occurred was caused by cheating or if it was just the super rare thing that occurred. Wouldn't people lose followers subs from cheating? Normally, yes. But of course, when people cheat, they don't think they're gonna be found out. They cheat with the goal of hiding it as much as possible. Oh no, as much as possible, completely. They just, uh, they want the gains from the cheated outcomes with none of the consequences that come from being found out. As I talked about before, there's money, there's fame, there's you know, followers, there's subs in having world records these days in popular games, which just insp leads to a greater inspiration to cheat and to get these, these results. Getting annoyed at resetting. I've gotten into a bad habit of not wanting to do multiple runs. I don't know if it's just in Oko, but usually when a run dies, it's so unexpected and it, it just fills me with such dread that I rarely want to start again. I'm hoping I don't have that same mindset when I get back to speedrunning because you kind of need to do multiple runs to get somewhere. When will I get back to speedrunning? Either after Oko is finished or after Pacifist is finished. I think I will try and focus on Pacifist after this. As much as I want to get back into speedrunning, I don't know. I just feel really bad that I haven't put out more episodes. I mean, at least doing the footage I have left for fuck's sakes. Have my no damage runs made me a better speedrunner? Do I think my knowledge I've gained from doing Oko will improve my gameplay in the speedruns later? It's hard to say. Oko has taught me patience. While in speedrunning for the longest time, I mean, I, it, it might have made me a little bit of a better driver. Even though I don't really focus on driving, it's just because I can kind of take my time with turning and stuff. Where in speedrunning, it's kind of like you always want to go balls to the wall. But having patience in speedrunning is not necessarily a great thing, but I don't know. See what happens. The skill set doesn't immediately transfer ever. Would I cheat in speedrunning for money? If you could make a hundred million for cheating a speedrun, would you? Everyone has a price. Oh, I'm sure there is there I'm sure there is a price in which I could be paid to cheat, and that people would consider me a fucking idiot for not taking. I don't know what that price is. Especially considering I, I'm quite comfortable already. Like, I'm not driven by money. But you're, you're right. Everyone has a price. Like, if someone offered me a hundred million dollars, and I cheated, and I, and you're like... Like, the, the, like if I made a hundred million dollars, the first thing I would do is do, like, cool giveaways. Like, every week. Of, like, a brand new PC. Because why the fuck not? Because I still stream. I still make content. And then it would come out that I cheated, and people would be like, Oh, so that's why. You are releasing a giveaway for $5,000 PC every week. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be an insane amount of money for me. Why I deny requests when others ask to re-upload my content on other platforms. I had a company contact me and ask to use my um, clips on their pages, like Facebook and stuff, and I was like, nah, I don't like that stuff. I'm not convinced that People reposting my stuff to other pages actually benefits me. It seems far better to have the content be exclusive to a particular place so that anyone who finds it and enjoys it and wants to share it will have to necessarily share me and my, con my channels. But when someone finds it somewhere else and they enjoy it, they will share the page that they found it on, right? Clearly, the other people benefit far more from uploading my content than I do from them uploading my content. Of course, always a different story 
uh, if it's transformative. If you take something I've done and make it your own in some capacity, I love that shit. I'm even totally okay with people reacting to stuff on Twitch as long as they don't upload it to YouTube. As I said in that reacting video, like, um, the lack of permanency of your reaction or whatever, and that you're not using the other person's content to market yourself. The title isn't, oh my god, I'm watching this guy's content, come watch. Just the part of your general content reacting to YouTube videos, I'm, I'm fine with that shit. That's just my view, you know. But just direct copying someone else's stuff and competing with their work, putting on YouTube and stuff, I, I hate that. I suppose it also depends on the content to a degree. Especially if you're just like a, a one-off viral video, there's no chance you pick up viewers having it spread on other people's channels and stuff. My content, at the very least, is, while not unique, it does, it's it's not super common to the extent, if like, if you want to find this kind of content, I'm kind of the place you have to go, you know? Why this season of chaos has taken longer to complete the game. Some people don't like the personal voting, and I understand there are downsides and upsides to the different voting systems. I am not sure that my experience getting through the game is worse because of the proportional voting. I think the main reason why we're taking much longer this time round is because there are so many more effects that are destruct destructive and can cause mission fails. Like when we first started doing runs, a lot more of the effects were fairly mundane. Make your car red. Give this particular gun. But those more mundane effects have naturally become more diluted over time by the really outrageous effects that, you know, while let's say in 50% of situations don't cause a mission fail, if I'm on a mission, they do, you know. I think if I gave the viewers back control, I don't think, like, like absolute control, not proportional voting, I don't think I'd get through the game faster, I think I'd get through the game slow. You're right though that they're are missed opportunities where a particular effect that's being voted on would do something really cool and then you know there's a one percent chance the other thing happens and it does happen and you ruin that um cool effect that would have occurred in that particular situation but there are also those endless times where i would get screwed like a millimeter away from the checkpoint and you know the 10 percent effect happens instead and i get to go through maybe next time we won't do proportional voting we'll see what happens when i get to the end that's that's a way away though right Finally getting a 5950X. Did I tell you guys? I am getting myself a 5950X. Finally, like a month and a half after they came out. There wasn't even a lot of supply for scalpers on the eBay in my country. I'm not getting it through my AMD rep person this time. They said uh, AMD is too busy with all their releases and stuff to be bothering with uh, deals with YouTubers and whatnot, especially from Australia. So... A viewer, sorry I can't remember your name, uh, said to me on Discord, like, hey, you remember how you said your sister got you a Valve Index from Germany? Well, Germany still has supply of 5950Xs. How about you just get her to get one for you? And I'm like, oh, that's a brilliant idea. So I contacted my sister and said, hey, yo, do they have any supply? And she said, oh, yeah, the, this, this store near me has five of them. I'm like, okay, buy me one. It's going to take like a month to get here. But then I'm going to have ultimate power. My game will have slightly more FPS. And you know what that means, chat. My life will finally be fulfilled. Everything in life will then be perfect. Nothing bad will ever happen for all of time because I'll have slightly high FPS. Because that's what that means, chat. But it will be nice, is what I'm saying. And then maybe I'll give away my 3950X to you guys. You never know, but I mean, I suppose less people will be able to use it. But I don't know, we'll see. The definitive best game of 2020. What is the worst game I've ever played except Red Dead Redemption 2? Red Dead Redemption 2 on PC. Is the second worst game I've ever played. With Red Dead Redemption 2 on console being the worst. 
I considered making a top 10 best games of the year video and just jokingly saying Red Dead Redemption 2 is the best game and I only list the one game and I I list all the endless faults of that game as positives and call anyone who hates the game a hater. I don't think I have the effort to do that. People getting shown my clips despite not watching GTA content normally. I only know you because of the clips. I rarely watch GTA stuff so I don't know how they come. You don't watch normally watch GTA stuff so how they come about. Um, you may have watched other Twitch clips. All that needs to be the case is for you to have a similar YouTube profile in terms of your watch history as another person who watches my stuff. They look at you and go, oh, this person likes watching Dark Viper AU clips. This other person is very similar to that person but hasn't watched any Dark Viper AU clips. I guess we'll show them some Dark Viper AU clips. And then you click on them, you like them, and so it just keeps giving, them, giving more of them to you, you know? Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing, and I wish you all the best.